0: Is going to the and saying yechi a contradiction? I think what people mean when they ask this question is that to say that the Rebbe is alive and go to the ohel, is that a contradiction? And the answer is no. Let me explain. The basis of saying such words that the Rebbe continues to live of course it's based on the Rebbe's his own sichas, his very own talks, the way he spoke about the previous Rebbe, that even after his passing, he's here and he's alive. And the Rebbe based his words on Gemara, where the Gemara says, in reference to Yaakov Avinu, Yaakov, lomes, mess, Yaakov never died, and it says the same in reference to Moshe Rabbeinu, and people say, how could you say such a thing? But you, there was a funeral. How could you say that? And the answer is, well, that's exactly what the Gemara is saying. In the Gemara it says that there's an explicit pasuk verse in the Torah, where it says that Yaakov was buried. So why did they bury him? Why did they embalm him? Why did they eulogize him if he's alive? And the Gemara, knowing the fact that Yaakov was buried, still maintains that Yaakov low mess. Of course, there's a lot of details to this, and it needs much more time, but just the general meaning of this is the facts are facts. Yaakov was buried. But the Gemara reveals to us that the meaning is not, what happened was not the opposite of life. And the same is with Moshe Rabbeinu. It's interesting if one would look at the commentary of the Rambam to Mishnayos and to look in his introduction, he writes that on the seventh day of other, something happened to Moshe Rabbeinu which appeared as if he passed away. In other words, the reality is that these facts did happen, but the meaning of what happened was not the opposite of life. So what kind of life is it? What is he doing? How is he functioning? And the answer is, of course, we don't understand because we're talking about something which is totally, completely beyond the realm of nature and something which is only found by selected tzaddikim, not even by every tzaddik. And also, it's interesting to note that even when the tzaddik, like Moshe Rabbeinu or Yaakov Rabbeinu or other tzaddikim of this caliber were alive, and functioning and we saw them we also didn't really know how they're living we thought we knew we thought we understand there's a famous story with Rab Nachum of Chernobyl one of the greatest students of the Masruch Magid, and a great tzaddik in his own right that his students once said to him we'd you like you to show us a hidden tzaddik so he said, he said look at me and they said to him And you? You're not a hidden tzaddik. You're a revealed tzaddik. And his answer was, woe to me if I was what you see. Which obviously means that what he was and what he was involved with was way, way, way beyond anything we can see and we can comprehend. There's also a famous story with Rab Adam Barchem. It's about the story of how the Barchem who refused to reveal himself, Initially, he was a hidden tzaddik, and Rabbi Adem Hashem was chosen to be the one to encourage him that he must reveal himself, the time has come. And there's a lot of details to the story, but one of the details is an interesting detail where he writes that he was in shul, listening to the reading of the Torah, and while he was there, Achia HaShiloyni, who used to study Torah with him, who was Achia HaShiloyni? He's a prophet that lived in the times of Eliyahu and Novi and even earlier. And he studied Torah with him and he walked into the shul and he notified him that after Shabbos they're going to be going on a trip. Nobody saw a thing. Nobody heard a thing. They saw him listening to the Torah reading like everybody else. So we could understand how tzaddikim live. We have any idea what they're experiencing or what they're doing it says in reference to the Vach and again it's based on Gemara, where the Gemara says that tzaddikim really live in two worlds. They live down here, and they also live up there. That the Vach during the week, he was one-third, rather two-thirds in this world, and one-third, one-third he was in heaven. On Shabbos, he was two-thirds in heaven, and one-third in this world. So it's a different kind of life completely. And therefore, even though one goes to the oil, yes, there was something, and because of that there was a need to go to the oil, something occurred. But what occurred is not the opposite of life. A Yaakov Lomess, and just like it applies to Yaakov, to Moshe, to Rabbeinu HaKadosh, and all the others, that's how it applies to the Rebbe. Also, I would think that some people are referring to maybe the announcement of Yechi, when people say Yechi Melech And that's what they're referring to. But the truth is that we, if you would look to the, at the source of that, the Rebbe is the one who initiated to announce Yechi HaMelech, and that is in the famous Sicha of Beisness and Tavshim Memchas, 1988. And the Rebbe says that by saying these words has a tremendous spiritual power to it. And it brings, these are the Rebbe's words, That this brings the awakening of Melech HaMashiach. So if anything, of course the words Yvichi are, are relevant and powerful now, even though at the same time one could go to the Ohel, but we know that the Rabbi is here, he's alive in a hidden way, and what we're saying is he should be revealed and take us out of God, let's take him out Mamish.